0: and welcome back to another episode of Relative Pitch. Um, I hope that y'all have been enjoying our season so far. I know we've been enjoying being back um, and just having these conversations. It really just kind of rekindle, you know, why we started Relative Pitch in the first place, which I believe one of our reasons for starting this podcast is to give the perspective of what young musicians are going through and the feelings of that from our perspectives as 20 year olds in this music career it, it's a it's way different from the past generation of musicians and, and teachers educators uh, performers it is completely different and that's because society is different now um but I've been thinking about this topic for a little while of just, you know, people saying, oh, you're young, you you got a long time before uh, getting to certain places, or, oh, you're young, you you can do whatever, or, or or maybe take your time and do it this way. And in my head, I'm like, I know you mean well, I do, I really understand that you mean well, but we live in a society where we don't have that time like that time is not guaranteed to us as maybe it was generations before us um and i also think when we say that that little sentiment there we uh kind of um uh, we take away people's identity a little bit like i'm a black gay man in this predominantly white institution so My timing of things, I cannot just sit with my with my hands under my ass and and think that oh, in five years I will be here because that's not guaranteed to me. As it it might be, it might be for a for a person of non-color. So you don't want, I, I never want to say that to another person because you don't know. There's nothing guaranteed to you in this field so you have to work your ass off to make sure you are ready for those things Mm. how do y'all how do y'all feel about that meach um
1: to piggyback on that and to expound how i feel i also feel like the finish line has moved Mm. Mm. like Before, you would just go get your little degrees, not really make too much of a fuss, and go get you a full-time job. Mm -hmm. Even if it was small, it's still full-time. Now, you wouldn't even have to present anywhere. Show anything other than you're just in school and you're really good in school. Now, it's like, okay, where have you presented? Where have you played? Who have you played with? What have you done? Have you contributed to the field? For a
2: doctorate.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? like, And that's just for a degree that nowadays will not guarantee. You could get a full-time job on a master's back in the day.
2: Mm. With, a, a high tenure, school.
1: with tenure.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But now you want that tenure and you want that T-word? You better give me the DMA or the
0: PhD mm. and you better set yourself apart. And that's also I guarantee. Right. But that's not even guaranteeing that you're going to land at a nice job. Like you going to do all of that to be transplanting into the middle of Idaho. Shout out to my girls in Idaho. But you you might be, you know, in the middle of Idaho teaching at some podunk school. And you're like, of course, in your head, you go like. Mm, and I, you're the- I don't spend all this money. I don't got three degrees. I don't present at this place. I don't publish this. I don't perform here. And why don't I feel valued? completed, happy. You know, all, all of the things that uh, like, the previous generation kind of told us as we were going through it, if, if you do the hard work, it'll pay off. You'll get the job that you want. It'd be really great And
1: working. And then like nowadays, like back then, you would have full-time teacher professor, flu, director of bands. Now, you do all this work. And you are the director of bands and also instrumental studies, and you do teach all brass.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That is your tenure track job. And pro- sometimes not even full tenure. Sometimes it's just a lecturer. Correct. And, so like, and that's like when I, get the, when I get the thing like, you're doing so much, you need to slow down, you need to like... I was thirsty. You need to slow down, you're doing so much, you're just like, why do you have to do that now? Why are you so concerned with like developing your resume and your cv and wanting to be busy i'm like i want to give myself the best shot possible the minute i graduate i would like to get a job i'm still hustling that job but in the words of uh, alexander
0: hamilton i'm not throwing away my shot Ooh,
2: and i'm not throwing away
0: don't throw it away, my- throw it away. well I- lauren lauren first you go i i just have something on that rope for that
2: dude no say it say it
0: so i've been talking with with some people and i, I don't know maybe this is just my mindset it's just me you know i'm just stating my opinion but i don't think that you need to tie your name to a, a certain institution mm because um someone had said to me recently of i don't know if i want my name tied to this specific institution because that's not going to give me a job or or it's not going to do this blah, blah blah and i'm like first how about you make a name for yourself without the institution because a lot of these places what, what is changed from the previous generation to now, most places want to see what you have done outside of the institution that you are currently at.
1: Mm.
0: So, and if you are just doing everything within your institution, if that's the only thing that is shown on your CV, you are no longer you're not a standout. You're like, okay, well, that was what was asked of you, or or that is what was expected of you to do. So there's really nothing you've done outside of this. And maybe that's just my 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 mentality of like, maybe because I've had an experience where, like, our, our first institution to me did not pour into us as much as we poured into that. So maybe I'm a little jaded. So I, I think at a young age in undergrad, I learned that my first in- institution was not going to, you know, be saying my name to the highest people. So I'm not about to work for them. I'm about to work for myself and create my name. So when I do go into these rooms, I'm never like, oh, yeah, I went here. And that gives me all of this glory. No, 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 no. This is what I have done. Oh, yeah. And I happen to go to that institution over there for my undergraduate. Mm -hmm. But that might be my jaded perspective.
2: No. No. I don't think it is i think too often people rely on the big name institutions to say i went to blank i went to the university of blank um i was about to say something crazy let me stop um but (laughs) but the issue is when you do that you you stop to push you stop pushing yourself some people not everyone because some people go to these amazing institutions and they still work and i acknowledge that but there is an easy possibility of getting into a top conservatory, a top 10, like, you know, university and just cruising because yep. your name the or the name of the institution that you have attached yourself to could open doors. And we know that happens. We know that happens. A resume round so much. They see certain places and they go, oh, great. Perfect. I think we all, all three of us, because we met at the same place or you guys had some some pre meetings but we all became this you know at the same place and I think it was because it's not an institution that is really known too much by name unless you like you know you're in that sphere Mm -hmm. so we had to make we had to make a decision like are we just going to you know try to rely on a name that isn't going to get us into many doors Or are we going to make something for ourselves Even outside of this And we all made that choice To make our names our names It doesn't matter where we went Who cares You know you know what I mean Like at this point my, I never want it to be The institutions that I'm affiliated with To be what gets me through the door I want it to be my work And my work ethic That people are like Lauren works <laughs> Like Lauren gets the job done And it's not because She went to X, Y, or Z for her degrees. It's because it's who she is. And I try to push that with all the students I talk to. I'm like, you have to go to the place that is going to support you, right? But that may not be an institution that's going to get you through any other doors just based off the name. It is because of the work you do when you are there that is going to actually show who you are as a person and show other organizations and institutions that you go to later on what you're actually about. Um, and then going back to someone said something about, I mean, Anthony, just what you were, you kind of opened up with this idea of like, we do when you're in this age, <laughs> you get so much unsolicited advice. Um, you get so much unsolicited advice from people who mean to do you harm, people who mean to help you, people who want to see you at your peak. And they they think what they're saying to you is going to get you there. And you have to learn to identify who's who, There are people who are going to want to see you go down the path they see for you right and maybe that path aligns with yours and maybe that those are the people you want to listen to a lot. Maybe there are people who want you to go down their path that they did because they want another affirmation or something that like oh what i did was right what i did was right so i want to see another professional another young professional do what i did and get to where i am but you also have to realize as a mentor you have a responsibility to understand who you are talking to and the nuances of the information and advice you give to me versus you give to anthony versus what you give to michael because although we are all really amazing friends besties we all are different when it comes to the professional world, right? <laughs> so you can't try to give us all the same, I mean, in terms of like, follow your heart, you know, go the path down. That's the generic information you give to everyone. But like specific things of trying to say to all of us, oh, you should take a gap year. A gap year is gonna help you. What do you mean? Like, right. I, like you know what I mean? Like, because maybe it could help one of us, but maybe not. You know what I mean? There's different implications for what a gap means for all three of us. So it is also a responsibility of you mentors out there to know who you are giving this advice to, especially when you are a person who is not of a marginalized like or historically stigmatized community, giving that advice to someone who does come from one of those or many, if they're you know have an intersection of those communities. So you it's it's dangerous to be just giving and also to the mentees out there to the to the other young like you know pre-college even in college maybe you're about to apply for grad school you have to know what you're about mm-hmm. if i had swerved off the path that i'm on right now based off of what certain people in my life tried to tell me to do i would not be where i am i had to ignore some of the advice that was given to me or like i had to let it pass through maybe not ignore maybe i let it pass through you know just in one ear out the other because i knew that wasn't for me i was like i understand where you're coming from but i'm on a different path i want something more for myself and you are different Mm -hmm. all three of us here are so well accomplished already for our ages but we all went down very different paths we all now have have different stories in our life. Even though there's crossover and intertwining at like every year, every point, a lot of the points, we are not on the same path because we're all different people. That doesn't say anything about our value, differences in values and worth and like anything like that. All that means is we have identified who we are as individuals. And people are gonna constantly tell you that maybe you're doing too much, maybe you're not doing enough, you should be thinking about this, you should be actually going into this. But what needs to remain constant is how you see yourself and how you see your future. Because if you don't have a, a, a ground or that foundation to say, no, this is who I am, and lean into it. It's gonna be scary, especially when you have multiple people. Telling you that what you're about to do is the wrong thing, or what you have chosen for yourself is the wrong thing, or you should have done, or you had this opportunity, everyone was like, you should have gone to this school, you should have got this job, you should have, should have went down this path. It's going to be so hard to resist what everyone is telling you to do. Mm-hmm. And that's not, it's not easy. And it's not going to get any harder. And you're going to have those moments throughout your career if you're someone who you see yourself moving and shifting. But again, what do you believe in? What do you actually want for yourself? Because as long as you have that, you can be scared. I've been scared. I have been scared so many times going down this path that I'm on and I've been like maybe maybe this is it. Maybe this is the moment where I get I get the I told you so. I get the you know, tomato in my face, but no matter how fearful I am, I have the right people around the right people around me who will support me and even if I do fall, they will lift me up. Amen. And I think that is what we have to remember is that the fear is real. But if you have the right people in your corner behind you, around you, supporting you, holding you, you can fall and they will be there to catch you, to lift you back up, wipe you off and say, all right, where are we going to next? You know what here? I mean?
0: I think we don't. Um, or I wish maybe as we were growing up. um, we were taught to embrace our individuality of how there isn't one specific route for every person. Um, whether you chose to do music, not do music, what what uh, avenue you wanted to take in music, it was almost told to us because I think, again, the previous generation, they was like, well, if you want to be a music education major, you can either be this, 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 or this. And you can't do this until you've done this. And you can't do that until you've done it. Like, it's one of those, um, like one of those games to go to the next level. You must complete this. And it's like that time has passed um, in my eyes because of the societal structures um, that we have about kind of this hurry up and do things because I, uh, like, Previous generation would say, oh, at 65, I'm retiring. Now we're seeing in other fields, people are retiring at like 35. They've made their millions. They're like, mm, all right, well, that was cute. I'm done. I'm going to go sell in the Mediterranean. And, and just <laughs> I want to sell in the Mediterranean on a yacht. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I don't think I, it's always funny because in music, it, it kind of advertised itself as being as very uh, progressive movement and things like that, but it's actually very conservative. Um, as we've said multiple times, if you took somebody who was doing music from 1786 and told them to do it today, it, they probably would still know how to function as opposed to if you were plucked them from, Computers didn't even exist, but you took them from <laughs> your normal, I guess, middle-class job and put them into working at freaking Microsoft. They're like, what the world is going Correct. on? Correct. So I don't know. I just think that for people our age and who is younger, take that advice. You Just take it. It's like, thank you very much. Um, But I have a plan for myself. I mean, even right now, um, there is something that was said recently that made me rethink some things. But I think my original original concept for my life, I'm still satisfied with, personally. And if you would have told me four years ago this information, I would have been like, yeah, I need to go do what this person said because they know better. They've done this, blah, blah, blah now and and i will say the news is really great like the news is the news is really great but now i'm like i i don't think i want that right now in my life and that's okay to say and it's i'm saying it's okay because i know for a fact regardless of what i do i'm gonna be fine Mm -hmm. i'm going to be fine i've worked my behind off to create my name so that when I am ready, I'm gonna do it. And I just always remember my parents telling me, don't let nobody push you to do anything you don't want to do. Don't um don't let anyone make you feel like you have to do something. And especially when it comes to music, uh, they tell you, oh, you gotta spend five years doing this, you gotta do years. Mm, no. I can split it up how I want to. I can do what I want, because at the end of the day, it's your name. Correct. That that really is a, a word of advice. Of everybody can say a million of things to you, but the only person going to sleep at night in your bed is you. Is you, unless you got an eligible suitor. Now that's <laughs> a different story. And that's
1: what I was saying. I was like, I want me, I want, I'm, I'm going to be a rich person. Okay. Drive Tesla, saying no to things. Just like, Hey, can you come <laughs> do this? No. But like you add a little heart after. So it's like you let them down easy. No, <laughs> Yeah, honestly, but yeah, there's a lot of preconceived notions of what we should do to attain a certain career. But then, like, what we don't discuss is lifting up the rug and checking under the bed and the dirty details of careers.
2: Right. Mm.
1: And that's the thing where I'm like, you got to let people know the good, the bad and the ugly.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: When they're going out to do things, when they're going to things like. It's just what it is. And you cannot let anybody determine your career, your life and what you want to do Mm -hmm. find what you want to do and that's it
2: and i'm also like not a big fan because you know how back in the day they were like you got to go buy this guy coffee you got to go like you know all this sucking up and sucking up and sucking up I am, you will never catch me giving any advice to any student, anyone who comes to me for advice to go kiss ass. Yeah. It's because for me, like, if I have to do all of that for you to show any interest in my well-being, if, if I'm coming to you as someone who's like, I'm seeking advice, I'm just wanting to know your from your experience, your knowledge, and you are someone who's like, like you. here's a different the difference. If you just are a person where you don't want to do that, that's different. If you're a person who you only respond to people like that if they're they bring bringing you your favorite coffee every day, day, they're, like, sending you all the... Anytime you post, they're, like, right immediately there. Like, big fan, always. They see you at a conference and they run up to you like you're Barack Obama all the time. If you need that to feel like you want to personally invest in someone, you are doing things for the wrong reason. Wow. And I will never, ever, ever suggest anyone to stoop Because that is stooping, that is stooping to that level. If you are someone who you've done that before in the past, and maybe now you've realized that that that's what was happening, Mm. take a moment, don't feel like, don't like judge yourself. Don't even blame yourself for doing it, because there was a reason why you thought you needed to do that. But I want you to now think about, did that really help? If it did help, was it worth it? Is it something that you actually... See value? Does that person see you for the value of you as an individual, or do they see you as another groupie?
0: Mm, mm. Mm. Oh, oh, Lauren. Uh, <laughs> one, you're saying this, and I, and I know you mean this like completely tr- transparent, honest. But in my messy, shady mind, I have so many names that like <laughs> fit into that category. Like- Wait.
2: The unspoken.
0: I'm trying to summon them. I'm hoping they're watching. Ooh. Cause you kissing up ain't gonna get you nowhere. Ain't gonna get you nowhere. nowhere. Like, yeah, let me just stop.
2: Oops, right.
0: He's going to get caught up. <laughs> but it gets the spirit in the wrong way. <laughs> right. The, the spirit is in the room right now. The spirit is in the room. Um, yeah. If you get, if that is your thing um, of kissing up, let's, let's not do that. Let, let's just, let's make that a pact mm-hmm. that we're no longer doing it. Like it's cool to, to have Um, people that you aspire to be that that you're like, wow, I I like taking, you know, either what they've done and apply it to my career. But as Lauren said, like, if you see them at a conference and you just go up to them and then have pointless conversation or just continue to have these random conversations just so that you can be in their face. Mm Mm-hmm. Really, what is that doing? Because when you are, when you think you've gotten in and then you're like, hey, I'm looking to either go to school or have a job. And they're like, mm, red. And,
1: and that's it. Because you were superficial. You were not genuine. If you, you, you were genuine. Yourself. You did it. Like, if you were genuine and you actually wanted to get to know this person. Hmm. you would get to know
0: this person. Yes. And a connection will be made. Right. I think that people underestimate the version of of connection of, you know, because you have such an affection for the person, doesn't mean that it's going to be responded to you. And then that's okay. Right go on and be like, all right, well, that was, I I know that answer. And not force yourself to, and what's really dangerous is when you try to change yourself to fit within that perspective. No. That's what I, I would never do. Like there have been people that I have met that before I met them, I really, really enjoyed them. I loved, you know, their work and everything. And I met them and the conversations were dry. It was dry. And, but that tells me a lot. That just, no, my natural personality and your natural personality, we will not work together very well for the next two, three, four years. Mm. And, and that's, I, actually, I am so thankful for that because that told me right then and there. Exactly. But it was cute. We had a little moment. Right. We had a moment and we know we know of each other now. And and that's all that, you know, is really needed. I don't need anything else. Um there are people who will just come around and just have these points. Like I have, oh Jesus. I'm trying to find. It. I'm trying to find it. Find them. There are I have been in spaces kind of recently where I have just been observing people and their natural um They're like natural way of doing things. And they're like one person's natural way is really to just feel silence with talking, random talking. And I call it the white man speak.
2: (laughs) Michael, can you confirm or deny?
0: (laughs) Hmm.
1: I plead the fifth. (laughs) I have gotten better.
0: I know this ain't about me, but I plead the fifth. And look, So anybody who's listening, who was, who probably was like, did Anthony just say white man speak? Yes, I did. And look, Michael just said, Michael knows this about himself. Because I'm telling y'all, if I'm up in a car, I'm talking.
1: And (laughs) And, and let me tell you this, let me tell you this. I don't need you
0: to respond. Just let me talk to myself. But that's the thing, especially when Michael's around other uh, caucasities peoples, um, they will also talk, and I'm just sitting. Ooh,
2: right. Because <laughs> what, what, what do I have to say?
1: What do I have to say?
2: Because this this used to happen all the time. Because we would be in that in one of our cars a, a lot all the time in undergrad, and there were moments where I'm just sitting on my phone. I'm like, you know, I'm on Twitter. I'm just chill. I'm listening to what they're talking and, about, or stop. We're not. We will Twitter. not. Twitter. Thank you. But like, like Anthony would be chilling usually on his phone. I'm chilling on my phone. Every every now and then we have little quips or whatever, and then Michael just has this monologue going, monologue. like,
1: I, and, and it's going.
0: <laughs> and we just be sitting there, and then it'd be funny because me and Laura would just like look up, look at each other, and be like has he been talking about us this entire the entire time?
2: time or like making noises like something
0: I, yes i will say he has gotten better from undergrad like in undergrad he would just make random noise and it used to bother me in concerts like concerts he's like blowing <laughs> air or he's snapping. i'm like michael they were doing it right or they were out of time like i don't know what to tell you like that does not. That does not result in you having a whole bodily reaction to that.
2: Oh, oh my gosh! Michael used to give me such big anxiety in one of one English class that we had because he would fall asleep in there. All and Michael snores. Look yeah. right here.
1: I would be like, we be watching Gilgamesh. I call her Gilgamesh. we watching Gilgamesh, and I just
0: and it was. <laughs> Michael goes to sleep very easily.
1: <laughs> Look, and I'm like a little white I'm a white dad. If you put me in one spot, you let me cock this head back.
0: <laughs>
2: people will be looking over at us and I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. <laughs>
0: embarrassed. But then, you know. So and don't catch Michael at like a conference.
2: Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> what you mean? I'm really lumping y'all in because, first of all, anybody who's like, well, y'all are just generalizing, Michael. First of all, y'all do that to black people and black and and black brown and and everybody else. So guess what? How you feel about reverse racism? (laughs) So I'm going to go ahead and and do this reverse racism real quick. These white men and wait. Oh, you're about to tell a black person not to speak? No! I will say Michael
1: has improved. From what I'm about to say. I just got to put these disclaimers because I have grown. Amen. Yeah. You have. And I'm so and proud. I will say there's one conference. I'm, I will be stumping like a politician until I leave a certain job.
0: And that's the thing, Michael. It's like white men love <laughs> to do this politician thing where... They make these very bland statements and then they go on these long tangents on this one bland statement. It's not a conversation. It was not a needed conversation. They just needed to fill space with talking. And then don't let that. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't (laughs) let that thing get to talking about golf, because if I can golf one boat. Oh, it's over. It's over for y'all because I'm really going to start a race where I'm going to flip a table and that's it. I can't handle it no more.
1: I will say <laughs> I have gotten better at like the bigger conferences. I'll just like shake your hand and keep moving on or just say, hey. But when I'm at GMA, you know, I got to be stumping and I'll be stumping like a good old politician girl what is that be
0: i was just giving the gospel of ung at midwest last year it was me michael lauren and then two other individuals
1: Ooh.
0: michael i was so michael's like fully engaged i was halfly engaged and lauren was just not engaged at all at all and- I
1: feel bad. It's my, it's my, like, I, I just feel bad. I, I was, cause I know y'all are not fully engaged. So I feel like I, that's when I carry the team and I will be engaged for us as a, as a trio.
0: Yes. Because.
1: Until I get the hint that we want to leave and then I will disengage and it sometimes is abrupt. Cause will be like, my grandfather's calling me.
0: Hmm.
2: Oh, not you! not she's speaking of Papa's name like that.
0: Paw-paw. He do be calling me. <laughs> he, I mean, it's not a true lie. Yeah. You know, it could be, it's very stretched. <laughs> Sometimes I might be calling him, but he do be calling me. Exactly. But I just remember Michael was completely just talking. And honestly, like I started out engaged in the conversation and then it just kept going on and I'm just. And I, oh,
2: because I'm sorry. I can't.
0: I, I don't can't. even know what conversation this was. I don't I even remember the conversation. I can't you, have See, call. that's the thing. Michael, see, uh, these people, because I've heard this sentiment multiple times. Michael is the personable one. Michael, he talks. Michael will not even remember the conversation as soon as he freaking
2: and won't. It
0: won't. <laughs> I I I talk to a door. I feel like that's racially motivated. I could I. I I talk to a door. Of course, you would say the white, the one white man in this trio right now is the most personable person. Really, come on now, come on now. Really? Because he's <laughs> fake listening and that's another thing about you you cockeyed. I'm not fake listening I am listening
1: and engaging in the conversation at the time. If it does not pertain to me and my career and what I'm doing, that thing goes in the trash and my trash gets emptied every three hours. I got too much stuff going on in my head.
0: That's fake listening No just, it's not <laughs> just,
1: <laughs> I, engaged, just, I engaged with you in that conversation in that moment I it, gave you what you again, needed
0: These people like oh my gosh Michael was really listening Michael like knows us he feels us I'm like Michael don't even care he don't really know y'all like that
2: yes, sir.
0: and it's so but but that's the thing is like you are awarded that and mm-hmm. for like me and Lauren we would never get that, that simple power uh, of just that oh like mm, they're really listening baby if it's not affecting me I truly will disengage from the conversation Goodbye. I Goodbye. do that quite often I Later. Even at right now, the the job that I'm in will be in a hollow circle. And um, one of my one of my colleagues was like, "You just zoned out, didn't you?" I did. I was sitting here. <laughs> oh, we talking about something now? Got it. Nope. I, I mean, the conversation had nothing to do with me. Like, if the conversation had nothing to do with me. I'm going to see myself out. Like, I don't have to, I do not feel so much gratification by being included in the conversation. I was just like, okay, well, this ain't going to injure me. So I'm going to bop on over here. But all of that to say of like, you know, as 20-something-year-old people in this career, you have to do the whole like uh, being, oh, what's the word? What's, it starts with a C, I think. Congenial. Sure, we can go with that. Um, or really just being a, a politician about yourself, you know, mm-hmm. being political, uh, because a lot of people don't they think, oh, I just need to be good at my instrument. I also need to be good at whatever, you know, instrument voice, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then things will just come my way. Unfortunately, that's not the way the the field is. It really is. you got to talk to people and you have to make connections um, and about networking
2: right and like what me and anthony are like saying our experience has been has not been us being like cold and cruel to people and if, for networking opportunities if i need to network i'm gonna turn it on i'm gonna be going up to people hi i remember i saw you doing this da 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 but it's from a genuine like point of view because i actually want to engage with you because of something i've seen you doing etc. etc. but In general, like, I'm tired. My social battery, especially around large crowds of people, it's drained very quickly. So I know for me personally, I don't have extra power the way that other people specifically, like, in this context, Michael has a lot in terms of like battery power when it comes to that i don't have that so my conversations have to be very meaningful and very direct and then as soon as i'm done with them i disengage so that i can reserve that power go to the next person start using it but these little small little like chit chat like shooting the shit all that type of stuff where it's like with people who i don't really necessarily connect with i just don't have the energy for that so if you see me going or I'm on my phone. It's because I cannot give you. Uh, if you start engaging me in a meaningful way, then I might get like, oop, I have five more percent. I can use that. Like, but I just, you know what I mean. I can't. I can't just go around pretending to like everybody because I don't, and that is just the truth.
1: <laughs> I will say, Michael has done better. I can now track social batteries better of my of my two colleagues. Um, Lawrence is very easy to tell she get to look at her left eye it ain't her right eye, it's her left eye she get to look at her left eye and she's like I'm like oh heard, we ain't, we ain't gonna make it y'all we ain't gonna.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like you better put me in the bed put
1: me-. Now, the funny thing is, you then take her to get drinks with just you and her, oh it's off Like she, her, she got her social battery again but you bring around other people, cocoon
0: yes, well I think that, uh, the mis- I know the misconception of me is that I am just this extroverted person, and I'm just like I'm an extroverted introvert. Like my normal tendencies is very introverted. I would like to. I can be by myself for the rest of my life. I am totally you could and could. I am an extrovert who wants to be an introvert. Exactly. <laughs> See, that's the thing. He's like one of those Tumblr girls where it's <laughs> like you know they are like writing the little the little stories. Like they're such an introvert. Blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. in real life. They're acting in these streets. So, but, but like that with that and and something that Lauren said of when, when I do have conversations, I would like it to be meaningful and I would like it to, we really engage on something not superficial. Like I'm really bad and I'm not going to work on it of superficial talk. Like the, the conversation, just like shooting the shit. Like I don't do that. If you come to me, let's actually have a conversation because time is precious. I could be doing something else right now. Yes. I could be doing something else and probably something that I actually care to do, Um, which again, in the career, you're going to have to have certain conversations just because you're in certain places. But I actually don't think that you really need to because you just stick to your guns like, hey. It's nice to meet you. Blah blah blah. blah, Move on. Like that. That's really what I keep it to. But I do want to say, Michael, we love you. (laughs) Michael, Michael's like, is this an attack, Michael? Day? No. Maybe. I don't know. Damn.
2: Maybe. I don't know. We love Michael. We truly do because Michael is fun to be around. Like, you know what I mean? Like he is, and like all of us bring a dynamic. When, when it's the three of us together, truly, I'm so energized. And like I used to, we we could have weeks where we didn't even have anything planned, and we're just around each other. I miss those like summers where we just would go to Anthony's place in Florida and just have a week, and we just were like, we'll figure it out <laughs> when we get there. Right. Because Damn around man. the right people, you're I don't actually my social battery is constantly refilling itself yes. the entire time. I can be out with you. I can be like we can be just be chilling, actually doing extroverted things. But I feel like I'm just constantly being recharged. So like back to what we were talking about earlier in the sense of like finding the right people around you who are going to uplift you who are going to support you you have to find those people who you can be around for a good amount of time who doesn't feel like they're draining you Mm -hmm. so that when you need those moments of recovery rest recharge but maybe you're someone who you like doing that with people i'm definitely a person who like i enjoy finding other people who i can rest and recharge with I love having friends who I can say, come over and let's just have a do nothing day. Like, mm-hmm. let's just do something, Just do nothing together. Yep. I personally love that. So if you, if that is something you resonate with and you need, find your Michael and your Anthony's, find them. They're out there. They want it. They are probably looking for you too, possibly. Maybe they don't even know they're looking for you. Mm-hmm. But you have to, like, you just have to know yourself a lot. Because there are other, like, both Michael and Anthony are like, no, I, I'm good being on my own. Like, I can recharge. I can have a full weekend. There are weekends where Anthony used to be dead to the world. You could not get in contact with that man. He was Bad. out.
0: I had to. My battery <laughs> right. was gone. You had a Monday through Friday. That was all my battery gave. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday, don't speak to me. <laughs> don't speak to me
2: exactly and that's fine and that's completely that is you just have to know yourself and you can also can't like you can't blame yourself if you don't have the same level of engagement as other people i used to like hate that i had a threshold i used to hate that i felt like i used to hate when i felt like i knew i was getting to the point of the end of my battery because i could f- physically feel myself locking up to the mm-hmm. point where i could not engage with people and i hated it and i tried to fight it for so long and then i was like your body is trying to tell you something babe your yeah. body's saying hey we should go somewhere else because you are not feeling comfortable in this moment and that is okay so mm-hmm. you just yeah. have to, don't judge yourself find people in your life who will understand that and who aren't going to be like they're a buzzkill. they don't know how to have fun da-da-da you just have to understand you and they have to also understand that the environments you thrive in the environments that you can thrive in for maybe an hour maybe two three if you have some libations because that does sometimes change the thing like oh am, am i in a party mood like let's right. party because then i could go for a while right yes but you just have to know yourself you know what i mean be patient be patient
0: and i also think that it's so. it's beautiful to grow as well and that's the one beautiful thing I love about Michael is that he, the growth, the growth, and I love that about you. Mm-hmm. Look at you! Look at you! You really have. Grown so <laughs> you have really. grown from the the southern boy that we first met when we were freshmen in in college. Blessed.
2: G- blessed assurance. Sure. Mm-mm, mm-mm,
0: mm-mm. See. You mean- that for you now. Look at you, a professor and everything. Man. I know doing the allegedly, 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 allegedly. 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 <laughs>
2: allegedly.
0: But, but I mean, I, I, I hope that what something that we have said today has resonated with with whoever is listening, <clears throat> especially if you were in the field. Um, just, I think the biggest takeaway is don't feel like you have to take the pressures that other people put on mm-hmm. you because that is, that is not beneficial to your health, it's not beneficial to your career. And be able to differentiate good mentorship versus they're just telling you something because they did it, know the difference and find yeah. your individuality within your career. Don't tie yourself to an institution, don't tie yourself to your instrument, your, your conducting, your voice, be who you are and let everything else kind of blossom around that. Mm-hmm. Correct. So I, I just hope that, that you take some of those with you uh, from today on. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode of Brothers to Pitch. You know, we're always going to tell you the real tease. Um, so we'll be back next week to tell you more real tea. But until next time, hope you have a great week um, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. No. Bye-bye.